SABC interim board announcing earlier that they've taken the decision to dismiss former SABC COO Laudi Mutswening. This after Mutswening was found guilty in an internal disciplinary hearing. He faced charges of bringing the SABC into disrepute and causing irreparable damage to his employer. SABC's interim board chair, Kanyisila Goyama, made uh, the announcement earlier on, including that, that the contract between the TNA Breakfast Broadcast and the public broadcaster, the ban of protest footage and the 90% local music quota uh, are being scrapped. Uh, for reaction, we're on the line to William Bird, who is the director of Media Monitoring Africa. A very good afternoon to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us, Mr. Bird. Let's first start with how significant this decision is to dismiss uh, the former COO. And I say that within the context of the system itself here at the SABC. Hi, good afternoon. Well, I guess the first thing is is that it actually reminds us what normality can be like. You know, I think our, our news agenda at the moment is so completely and utterly bizarre and the events that Mr. Motsoneng has overseen have been so extraordinary that to be reminded of, of what it is where someone has clearly violated ethics, good governance, basic moral, uh, ethical principles, as well as the terms and conditions of his contract, to be removed is something that we should expect as normal. Um, and yet in this context, it really does seem quite surprising that it's happened. But nonetheless, it's a, it's a very positive move. But... As you point out, within the current context, it's by no means the end to uh, the deep crises that the SABC finds itself in. Hmm. And and the fact that uh, he has been singled out as a man who has done, as I said, irreparable damage not only to uh, the employer's um, reputation, but uh, some of the decisions I mentioned, some of which uh, has been the 90% local music uh, uh, quota and uh, TNA breakfast broadcasts, including other deals that have been made with multi-choice. The question is, though, how possible is it for one man to corrupt a system so badly or is the system itself already vulnerable so i think that's a great point i think the other thing to add to that of course is the public protest ban where they where he was also responsible for implementing a ban to stop the sabc from showing violent footage so the, the short answer is is one man can't you know he's had a lot of helpers and i think that the next thing and it was a question posed uh, at the press conference is what's going to happen to those who's, who've been Mr. Watson's chief enforcers. And I guess that their contracts need to be reviewed, their conduct and behavior needs to be reviewed. At the same time, there are some significant structural issues that allow and that ensure that the SABC lurches from crisis to crisis. Some of those are about the fact that the, that the board is unable to appoint uh, the senior executives. That is a decision that's passed over to the minister. We've had routine examples of ministerial interference. And in addition to that, the the board itself has been compromised in several instances. You'll recall that the board, the not the, 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 the board just before this, but the one before that, in fact, removed Mr. Motsuning. And in fact, what happened at the outcome of that was Mr. Motsuning stayed and the board was removed. So until and unless we get parliament to function efficiently and effectively and we reduce ministerial interference. We're not going to see these these crises 
uh, removed anytime soon. Mm. And if there's going to be remedial action in terms of recovering monies uh, that have been irregularly or wastefully spent, but also, as I said, uh, the person, people who should take responsibility for the damage done to the public broadcaster's uh, reputation, how far should it go? It's uh, typically hotly contested political ground, the public broadcasting system. So who should be held uh, liable, including us as the bulk of the citizenry? Should we take responsibility? So look, I think that there are a number of people who willingly endorsed and enforced some of the policies and the decisions that were taken without questioning them, without uh, showing dissension. We know, for example, that the journalists that did choose to show you know, perfectly innocent dissension and disagreement with the decision were were punished. They were firstly they were they, they were effectively fired, and then they were censured, and 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 they had their lives threatened. So I think the people that are responsible for those things need to be found, and they need to be held accountable. And those that that, that reported those uh, those journalists also need to be held accountable because they violated the the editorial policies of the SABC. That said, obviously you can't um, punish every single wrongdoing that is there, but we do know that while the wheels of justice turn slowly, they do turn. It is only now, for example, that based on an S on a Special Investigations Unit report from, I think, 2005, so this is 12 years later, people are now facing criminal charges. So, you know, those that think they've got away with it, they, you know, they might sleep easy for a few, for a few nights or a few years, but ultimately their chance of justice will come. William Bird, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us, the Director of Media Monitoring Africa.